Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Faber is about to come on and really inspire the heck out of you. This guy is putting on an amazing conference in November, Unstoppable You. We're going to talk about influence, uh, really creating connection with people. But before we dive into that, I want to talk to you because you're becoming your greatest possible self. Particularly, I want to support you in doing that even more. So let's explore how that can happen. Number one, by coming on the show, the 12-hour marathon as a guest to get your message out. I would love to support you in doing that. Number two, by launching your own platform, creating your own podcast, and getting your message out to the world in a big way. I love helping our clients do that. And number three, we are hosting a retreat in Bali this November as well called the Flow and Fire Retreat, teaching you how to dive into the masculine and feminine energy, really create connection with your soul, with your purpose, with your greatness. And it's going to be a super powerful seven-day event. So definitely reach out to me if you want to find out about any of those. Chris at BeYourGPS.com, Instagram at I am Millionaire Chris and Facebook.com forward slash TH3 Burns. Would love to hear from you, hear how you are growing into your greatest possible self and how we can support each other. Next up is the iTunes review of the week. And this week it's by Ari. Ari says, Chris's energy to help others to become their greatest possible self is really empowering. You can feel how he's being honest, laid back, and genuinely wants to help listeners get the best out of each episode. Yes, I do, Ari, absolutely 100%. And if you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour marathon, this is 113 Dream Destinations. You could be the next marathon. Uh, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search greatest possible self on the iTunes store and you'll get a chance to get uh, featured on a future marathon. And let us know what you love about the show, what you want to see more of, and how we can improve it for you. We love that feedback. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And definitely subscribe while you're there so you can get all the latest episodes episode episodes and updates we release a new episode just about every day i'm gonna introduce michael in just a second here before that grab a piece of paper grab a pen be ready to take notes this guy's gonna give it to you straight he's a freaking serial entrepreneur doing some big big things so you definitely want to stay tuned all the way through to the end because he's like kicking butt taking names getting big freaking names into rooms into seminars and conferences and uh just changing the game so definitely stay tuned and let's introduce mike and then we'll bring him on the screen Michael Faber is a strategist, coach, author, and entrepreneur. His dream is to end suicide, and his goal is to unleash every single person's greatness. He also runs a nonprofit named in honor of his brother, the Joseph Patrick Faber Memorial Foundation. He lives to never die twice. And we're blessed to have him here with us today to inspire us, to activate us, and help us become our greatest possible self. Mike, you ready to rock the house, my man? Let's bring it. Let's I'm bring excited. it. Thanks we are bringing me. it right now, man. I'm so fired up. All right, so let's dive right in. We're live on Become Your Greatest Possible Self. This is Dream Destinations, man. We wanted to hear what your perspective on that phrase is. What does Dream Destinations mean to you, Mike? Whew. I could have many different uh, definitions, really, to me. Uh, dream destination one the person i want to be 
Mm. Right. Who am I becoming? My dream destination of the man I am. Right. Of the life I want. But also then short term, where's where's a dream? Where's somewhere that I believe will enrich my heart or soul or fulfill my heart and soul? Mm. So I mean, sometimes on a on a long day, uh, my house, my home, yeah, uh, with people I love is my dream destination. Yeah. And sometimes Bali. Mm. So uh, it's it really matters what's going on, what's happening, and there's so many different ways to look at that that I didn't want to shortchange that question. Oof, dude, dude, like unleash. We're here to unleash, man. So feel free to right. to just keep going for it. I love it. I love it, man. The person you want to become, that long term as well as in the moment. Like, how do I just get to that dream destination right now and feel recharged, rejuvenated, alive, all the all the greatness, man. So you are you're up to a bunch of things, man. And I'm sure with your your dream destinations, you got a lot going on and things you want to accomplish. Tell us a little bit more about who you are, Mike, and and what your clients come to you for, what you stand for, brother. Oh, thank you, man. One, again, thank you for having me. Uh, I love what you do. Uh, it's extremely hard to do an hour-long podcast, right? And then think <laughs> about multiplying that 10, 12 hours. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable uh, what you do. Uh, it's really awesome. And I got to give you a lot of credit. You're, you're, I don't know anybody else that does it. So uh, credit to you and thanks for having me on here. It's a, pri- it's a privilege, privilege and an honor. Now, uh, me, I'm just a regular person, man. Uh, I've been through a hell of a lot of mistakes, uh, failures and loss, uh, learned some hard lessons about life mm. and then realized that, you know, for all too often we hear that phrase, like you got to lose yourself to find yourself, mm-hmm. right? Like you're somewhere out there and you just got to stumble upon you and then <laughs> boom, you're you. <laughs> right. And I believed that for so long and I was like, man, mm. when am I going to find me? Wow. Right. Like, where am I hiding? Yeah. I've searched everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and then I learned along the way I was designing myself, right? Like I was creating who I was, even when I was a punk and getting in trouble, mm. I was designing that person. Right. So, and then, uh, the businessman, me, I was designing that person. And so the longer I went on, it was like, all right. And I still ask myself this daily, who do you want to be? Cause you're not going to live up to your expectations every day. Mm. Right? right. And also your expectations are going to expand. Yep. Right. Yep. So it started questioning, who am I right now? And how, who do I want to be and how do I get there? Yeah. Right. And that fuel, that, that destination you speak of for me is progress. Yeah. So as long as I'm making progress in those areas and, and listen, it's, uh, I know the quote and I, uh, I love it. Go want to know every day. Mm. It's extremely hard, mm. right? Like, I don't know if that's possible. I didn't do it. So I, and if someone else went want to know every day of their life, like more power to you, I would love to hear that story. But I, I think so often in this space, we make it out like perfection and always be happy. And, yeah. and these things that, from my life, I can't tell you if they're, if they're attainable because I haven't been happy every day, mm. right? Like it's different. You can show gratitude, right? And be thankful every day, right. 100%. And, and honestly, I don't know if I even did that, right? Like, <laughs> it's, right? like I want to be real. Like, I don't know every day, like, if I did that. Like, when I lost my friend, I wasn't like, man, that mm. day, I was like, I'm just thankful to have him, right? Like, it, it's now later in time, I was like, you know, I was grateful to have a friend like that for as long as I did, yeah. right? Or have my brother for as long as they did, or have my father in my life for as long as I did, right? But at that time, I wasn't like, whoo, I'm thankful, no right? Way. Like, no way. all right. I, so I think we set these expectations that aren't real. Yeah. Right. So what I really want to do and what I try to be is really real in the space we're in about my mistakes uh, and about my growth. Because, like I said, m- my love, right, is progress, yeah. right? And there's sometimes you have to be really honest with yourself and see that you're not living up to who you want to be or the person you want to be and keep figuring out, all right, who is that person? What that, that's your mountaintop. Who's that person mm-hmm. I want to be? 
And then how can I climb that mountain? Where's little ledges I can climb to, right? Like little achievement stones. Yeah. Right. And then what's my first step I can take to do that. And that's pretty much what I do. Uh, I say I'm a strategist now. I was, uh, I was called coach for uh, a long time because I coached basketball uh-huh. for like 16 years now. Uh, and then I coached clients and businesses for almost 10 years now. But really, uh, when I break it down, uh, especially now with how blown open the coaching world has become, yeah. been bad. Uh, I, I find myself more leaning towards I'm a strategist and a coach. So. Yeah. Uh, so that, I mean, without saying much about myself, that's, uh, that's me. <laughs> it's gold, man. It's gold. I, I really love the aspect of progress, right? Those, those milestones. And that's mm. like, that's the cookie that really, in my opinion, it sounds like yours, like we all can aim for progress every day and not every day is going to be perfect. Not every day you're going to make progress. Not every day you're going to be happy and be grateful, but Hey, like let's, let's set that as the pace to aim for that. And when life happens, when shit hits the fan, man, how do we respond? How do we, how do we give ourselves space? How do we, you know, lean on, on our loved ones and our friends and the people around us for support and like get through those tough times? Cause it sounds like you've had some, some losses in your life and people, loved ones that really like, you know, that, that stuff takes a hit on us. And for people to say, oh yeah, just keep your head up. It all happens for a reason. Find the gift. It's like, that is denying our humanity, man. Like we're humans. We got to feel it. I mm-hmm. 100% agree. And also sometimes we're supposed to be sad. Like yeah. sometimes we're supposed to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it sucks. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like excited about it. I'm not like, woo, let's hurt today. Right? Like, I hope I get <laughs> right? like, that never happens. But at the same time, like uh, someone said this a couple weeks ago, or at least I heard it a couple weeks ago. They said your greatest accomplishments, growth, and the most meaningful things in your life normally come from pain. Mm. And uh, when they said it, and I really thought about my life and I was like, man, I literally wouldn't be here doing this right now if it wasn't for the most painful parts of my life. So when, I, when I heard that, I was like, no, all right, it's true for me. That's right. <laughs> definitely true for me. I love it. Mike, this is, this is powerful, man. Let's go back into your journey and talk about okay. those, those years, like in the beginning, becoming an entrepreneur. Like, what was that like for you, man? So it's weird. You know, those people that are like, I was born to be an entrepreneur, yep. right? And, I'm, and you're always like, no one's born to be that. Right? <laughs> I was, I, I say that cliche line because I was always scheming, right? Like, mm, yep. <laughs> it's like, you would almost look at it and be like, you know, is that a scam? Like, uh, <laughs> but I was always scheming to try to do something and make something like, I mean, when I was a kid, uh, yeah, we had penny candy. I'm old, right? Yeah. So we had actual penny candy. It was a piece of candy. That was a penny. You could right. as, many, as many pennies as you had, you can get that many pieces of candy. So I would like look around the street for change. Dang. And then I would go buy penny candy with the change I found or the change that my mom or dad gave me. And then I would go and sell that for more for the people that were too lazy to go down to the corner store to get it. Wow. And then when I made enough doing that, I would buy the three pack baseball cards. I don't even know if they still have them with two pieces of bubble gum in it. Yep. And I, I would chew the gum or eat it really. Cause I wasn't smart enough to know not to. And, uh, <laughs> and then sell the, and sell the baseball cards, uh, to make, and then just continually do that for Damn. no reason really, other than it was like to me a business. And then I used to bring a, Bongo, bongo, bongo drum. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right. And uh, I like that I had to give you the, it yeah, wouldn't be the, the same. The visual, you gotta... <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, so I used to bring that down to uh, Bob, the keyboard player. He was a keyboard guy at a restaurant and bar. And I would put the, my drum down next to him in a cup and I would just 
tap the drum and I would get tips. That's I had no awesome. idea what I was doing. I couldn't play that thing worth a lick. It was probably horrible sounding. <laughs> all right. But I would get tips money. And then, uh, my mom and dad had a restaurant and they would give me roses to hand out on Valentine's day and other, other holidays. And I would hand out a rose and they would say, don't charge. So I would never say a price, but I would just put my hand out. <laughs> and the man, you know, the, the man at the table clearly can't let a, a, his woman get a rose on Valentine's Day and not give some money. That's right. Right. So I would make wads of money doing that. So it was always like, how how can I make something? Right. Like, how can you make something from this event? Like, yeah. how can you make something from this moment? And then that kind of spiraled into my life. Like, uh, how? What am I passionate about? At first, I did what what I enjoy, hmm. which is a problem because as you as you change, really things that you enjoy change as well. Right. Right. So when I first started, I did enjoyment, uh, except for the door-to-door salesman stuff. That was miserable. Let me tell you. Like, anybody did door-to-door salesman, I like, I, I respect and appreciate what you went through because <laughs> you don't, you don't understand how nasty people can be until you're on their doorstep. Yep. Uh, so uh, I did door-to-door sales, trying to sell uh, like collectibles and patriotic items. Yeah. Uh, that was really fun. That was one of our first businesses, A and M. My buddy John Yoder started. Uh, so really, I mean, and that was like seventeen. So, uh, I kind of, I kind of had the idea. I didn't just know how to do it. Mm. And so then it was a lot of rocky roads at the beginning. Cause I was learning cause I wasn't smart enough to read books mm. or learn. And it wasn't, I didn't have a handy cell phone in my hand at that time right. that I could just search things. So right. it was or, a little harder. What about, what about mentors? Did you have anyone who was like teaching you or, uh, like kind of pouring into you at that point? No, not so much that I could think of outside of. Uh, my mom and dad. My mom and dad were very smart people. Uh, both were uh, worked for other big companies, um, and then also did their own thing. Yeah. And I kind of just uh, I was in trouble a lot, so I was around them often. All right, and that made it where uh, I got to see little things. Like I learned how to cook because I was in trouble so much. I'd stay in the kitchen uh, near my mom, so I couldn't get out of sight, so I wouldn't destroy anything else. And so I learned how to cook that way. It was just just picking up the crumbs. Someone says success leaves crumbs. Yep. And I completely agree with that. And uh, I got it pretty much from just being around people that I saw what they did. And I grew up in areas where there was a lot of mom and pops, mm. like mom and pop restaurants, mom and pop stores. Yep. So you saw it, you saw the grind, you saw the life, you saw people do it. So really, like I thought that was just normal. Yeah. And you saw, uh, you saw that it was possible. You saw like, Hey, these, these people are doing it. It's a part of your language, your communication, your worldview, right? Like from the very beginning, you mentioned you were like selling things and, and like hustling, creating your, your income, your businesses. And I think that's, that's really important as well that you saw as time goes on, you started seeing like, Hey, who, who else around here might know things that can help me. You may not have read the books, but like you started picking up on, well, there's, there's success in these people in their lives and their businesses. And I'm sure there's things that I can study. And, and Mike, I just want to also uh, remind our audience for everyone who's out there just getting to know you, you're freaking putting on an event this November. So for anyone who's like, just, I, I love Mike. I want to see more of him. I want to find out more about what he's doing, what he's up to. Definitely go to unleash That's U N L E A S H the letter U now.com Unleash you now. And you'll find out more about his conference that he's doing in November. It's going to be epic, epic, epic. But I just wanted to just encourage people to get there if you're finding value in this conversation because there's going to be tons of epic people there presenting and showing you the way on how you can unleash you and be your greatest possible self. So uh, I really love this conversation so far, Mike. And uh, let's dive more into your evolution through entrepreneurship. Tell us about like some of the, the big challenges in the beginning as well as some of those successes. 
All right, so uh, some of the successes was some of the failures too. I mean, yeah. the the learning and evolving, right? We get mm-hmm. from trying and implementing different things and you take what works and you knock out what doesn't work and you do it again and you do it again and you do it again and that's life, right? Yep, yep. Uh, and that's business life too. So it was really, the, the beginning was when I started off rough because I didn't understand business, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why I tell everybody I work with that's in the business world is really understand your business, really understand what you do. And, and like, you have to really get it because listen, there's no secret, 80%, right? Of businesses yeah. fail in the first yep. five years. 80% of the businesses that succeed the first five years yeah. is crash in the next five years. It's really hard. So you have to really understand it and you have to really love it. And the more I learned that, and as I got older, I, I learned that I didn't just have to learn from people around me. I could read a million books or listen yeah. to a million books. Yeah. People I did it all over the place. So really, it was my evol- the evolution of me as an entrepreneur came. I had a restaurant and sports bar when I was young, mm-hmm. and I loved it. Right? It was it was enjoying. I, I enjoyed it. I didn't love it. I enjoyed it <laughs> because that scene. I was I was hype about that scene. Right? Like yeah. you're like it's like you're in a rave. It's like oops, 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 oops. <laughs> I, I was just excited about that. And, um, I had it for like four years yeah. and it was, you know, you make it past three years in the restaurant bar business. That's when you start really picking things up because then you have a regular clientele that's made you survive. Yep. And then you start thriving because people are like, Oh, it's not going away. It's not a hole in the wall. Like it's yeah. starting to have a good reputation. And I was at work when I was at the office one day, I was at the restaurant one day and it was father's day. And one of the wait staff came up to me like, Mike, can you smell this milk? I don't know if it's good or not. It smells like smoke. I was like, that's a weird thing for milk to smell like. So I turned around, probably going to say some sarcastic comment. And when I looked at him, I looked right over his shoulder and I saw a fire in the back. Uh, Cause where we were, it was a resort town. There's like five restaurants corner up to each other. So you put all the propane and garbage tanks back, the garbage cans back there. So people on the street can't see it. Wow. Right? And uh, so there's a fire in the garbage from one of the other restaurants and propane's the safety valve, I guess for propane, at least then was that they didn't want the propane to explode. Completely understand. So it would leak propane out. Well, the wind was catching the propane leaking out and throwing it onto my building. Ugh. So then, yeah. So then the fire completely took over the building, totaled it, crashed it. Ugh. I didn't have proper insurance. Uh, so yeah. what I was insured for was like this much. And what I lost was like this much. Wow. And I learned a valuable lesson, wow. be properly insured or have less expensive stuff. <laughs> um, right? And then funny, I, I thought I really learned. And then <laughs> I thought I really learned. And then like, a month ago, uh, the food truck I have, uh, cause I have a catering and food truck business yeah. and, uh, the food truck got an accident and I learned that the card that was on file was on hold or something. So my insurance was on hold. So oh, I was like, man, I'm in the same mistake, but it cost only like 20 grand. So at least I got less expensive stuff. Yep. <laughs> so I guess I learned the second part of that, but, uh, but going from there, then I, I had a, I have a landscape business. I have a property management company, mm-hmm. right. Or like we do. Uh, because listen, I have an amazing team. Let me say this right now before mm. anybody thinks any certain way of anything that I do. I have an amazing team. Without the team I have, I'd be nowhere near where we are. Mm. So, so if I say I, I mean, I as in the, the team we have, right. uh, the family in which we created that is doing amazing things in every aspect and making me able to live with life. That's more of a dream than it's ever been. So Mike, does, does your right. team, does it manage multiple different businesses or is there different people in each business? A little bit of both. So I have a couple people that are have their hands in everything. Yep. I have a couple people that have their hands in a couple things, a couple people that have their hands in just one. Mm-hmm. So it really branches off and branches down. Uh, the the tight top is uh, that 
that's an unbelievable team, the best team I've ever been part of. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm very blessed and lucky right now, and I don't want anyone to think I'm trying to take credit for what this has become clearly because mm. all I'm saying is all the mistakes I made. Mm. Right? So yeah. maybe I made less mistakes because I got better people. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, or I was willing to accept people because part of me when I was young, it was like I'm going to show what I can do rather yeah. than what let's see what we can do together. Wow. Right? But that's part of the growth process as well. Yeah. So that that was the early on part of me as a entrepreneur, and then you know, you started. I started learning and really developing my businesses. Like you know, everybody's like, "Oh, landscape, you cut grass." Mm. No, landscape, I save you time. I give mm. you back time. Yes. How much does it? How much time does it take to cut your cut your lawn? Right, an hour. You have to do it every week. Right, for like five six months. Right, that's like half the year. So I give you twenty six hours a year, wow. give or take. Mm. Right. So 26 hours where you could be at the beach if that's your happy place. You could be with your family if that's what you enjoy. You could be working on your own business. You could be doing whatever the hell you want to do because that, that business gives you that time back. Mm-hmm. So it's really understanding what your business is and what, what your business does. And when you get a better understanding of that and you get out of the commodity world, right? Mm-hmm. You get into the – you're really either solving problems or giving people time back. I feel like that's two lines of businesses. When you're doing something like that, whew, all right. Then you start playing with magic. Things happen. You grow. Uh, you make sure you have a good product. Uh, you rest on uh, word of mouth. Um, you rest on reputation results. Mm. Uh, me and you had a great conversation about results. I, I believe every business is result driven. Yep. Uh, if you're not getting results, you're not going to be in business long. There's only so long that you can have a good jingle and catch on That's until right. people are like, yo, listen, why are they getting one star reviews all the time? Like, doesn't make <laughs> sense. And, it, and uh, to credit the people that, uh, that, are part of the team. If you look through the businesses I had, I think there's one one star review, and the rest are all five. Wow. And that's over fifty plus, I think. I need so um, it really goes to the testimony of that. That since we figured that out, and that's been our focus. How right. can we get better results? Better results? Better results every time, every mm. every meeting. How can we get better results? How can we serve better? How can we add more value? Mm. When you're doing that as a business, uh, the sky's the limit. Do you just, do you have like weekly meetings where you consistently ask that question? Because I think our Mm -hmm. questions direct our focus and what we're paying attention to. And if we ask that, then we create a space for better answers and better results to come out. 100%. 100%. And we do uh, the team, the top, the top team meets uh, multiple times a week. Yeah. uh, Just to go over and make sure we're on the same page about what's coming up and what's happening. And I forget things like, like it's going out of style. (laughs) I think they more do that just so I don't forget where I have to be. Yep. Yep. Dude, that's, that's awesome. And like, what would you say, what were you looking for when you assembled your team? Because um, we're talking today about connections and how that can create greater influence, impact, income. I'm sure your team and learning how to connect, who to connect with, uh, and, and to surround yourself with great people was a big part of your ability to create those in, impact, influence, and income. Then, right, and it, it, you're 100% on to something that was huge in my mind shift when I, uh, in the entrepreneur space. Because mm. in the entrepreneur space, a lot of times we're meant to believe it's a solo journey, right? right? And it's not. Nope. Uh, I, the good ones aren't. I mean, there's normally a face. There's normally someone that's on the camera a lot, mm-hmm. right? And I, I, always lo- I always bring it back to like the, the Steve Jobs movie because Steve Jobs was always the front man. Yeah. But in the movie, you realize how important everybody was behind that dude yep. that was with him. Yep. And you, you say behind just because he was the face. But really, they were all on the same right. platform. Platform, because, level, equal, right. yeah. necessary. Because right. they were so important to the company and, yeah. and the progress of it. Yeah. Right. And so 
with that idea and that mindset going into that, it was the first thing I looked for for my team, right? For the team I'm part of is where's their heart? Like, is their heart in the right place? You know, what kind of person are they? Mm. Uh, because from my experience, nothing can sour a team like a person that's in it for the wrong reasons or a person that heart isn't in the same place or towards the same thing mm. that yours is. Right. Like we're big on serving people. A lot of things we do, we serve people doing it. Right. And like, and not just in the customer client way, yeah. but also in the everything we have uh, using something from the Thrive Tribe, everything we have is for purpose. Mm. Right. Like there's a purpose bigger than just let's make money. Right. 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 Because you can go clock in nine to five every day and make some money. Right. Like mm. that. Right. And, and making money is like science. It's like this <laughs> operation and this part it's of the It's a formula. Equation. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's when we get that out of the way and you start, all right, so what kind of people do you want around you? Mm. All right. And, and then, so if they, if they line up in that, then what's their strengths, right? Like, cause I always say in a room at, at one of our places, at one of our offices or one of our meetups, right? I'm never anything the best in that room. Like mm. I'm not the best speaker. I'm not the smartest. Like I'm not the funniest, even though I'm pretty hilarious. Right. Like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, you would not put me at number one at any rating mm. uh, other than maybe picking people better than him to be in a room. Like maybe I would have that, nice. but it's so it's pit, heart. Where is there, is there heart in the right place or does it align with yours? And then their strength. What, what, what are they bringing? Mm. Right. Like, and, and it doesn't have to be something crazy like that. I mean, there's people in our, in, in a circle that are just pure heart. Right. Yeah. Like, they're not going to design something for you digitally, right? Like not, not writing you a book and not running a business, but they're going to make sure that our heart's in the right place where we say it's supposed to. So in case we get blinded by anything mm. that they'll bring us back to see wow. uh, that it's not aligned with our purpose or our heart and make sure why we're doing it. Yeah. Dude, so, so I would say that heart first. So powerful. So it's like really find out what, what our weaknesses are, find out what strengths we need to bring to the people around us in, and uh, with, with the, bring the people around us, the connections that will really make a difference. When, when we get clear on that, then we can like really also know who are the types of people that we want, like as far as their philosophy on life. Because if, if people are just out to say, hey, I need you know, a marketing team. Well, do they believe what you believe? Are they going to actually deliver on what your your heart, your mind, your soul is here to deliver on? If you're just looking for anyone and you're not qualifying them, which I think is an important part, uh, then like you're, you're not going to get the results that you want. 100%. Yeah. And it's something about people aligned on purpose or mm. passion coming together. Mm. Uh, that's where movements happen. Like that's where like the groundbreaking world shattering things happen that moves us for further towards the people, the society we want to be. So the more you can align people that have that light with you, whew, that's scary in a good way. That's gold. That's gold, man. So I want to shift gears into this event that you got coming up. I talked about it a little bit ago, uh, Unleash You Conference. Tell us more about why that became a, a priority for you at this phase in life, Mike. Uh, it was like that idea where you look at it and you say the next step, right? What's the next step? Uh, we do a couple different events. We do some day seminars, some weekend seminars. Mm -hmm. uh, we do some smaller like speakers and attendees kind of, but this was uh, this was a step for us, the foreigner. But the idea is how can we impact more? How can you impact more people? Mm. Right. You're working with a client. You can impact that person. Right. Yep. 
you do it, you, you do this podcast. As many people are that are willing to take the time to download and listen to some of it, you can impact those lives. Yeah. All right. And one of the things is, are they ready for the impact? Mm. Right. Because uh, I'm not under the belief that anybody I come in contact with, I can change their life or impact their life. They have to be open to it. That's right. That's right? right. Like I can't make you do something. Nope. Right? Like, right. And if I could, I really wouldn't want to. That's scary stuff. Too. <laughs> well, I think but a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs have that savior complex where they're like, uh, especially like coaches and people in the online space today. They're like, I'm going to go change someone's life, take them from broken poverty to being a millionaire, you know. And it's like, well, do they have the desire? Like, do they actually want it? And for me, what I've found has been really working is finding the people who are already understanding about personal development who are already in this industry who want to just take it to the next level i don't have to go teach a baby how to walk then how to run then how to swim then how to fly you know it's like i don't have to go through all those phases i just like increase the performance how do i solve the the biggest need that someone has as quickly as possible with where i'm at man i think a lot of people are are how do i how do i take someone who who is is hopeless is a project is so broken that of course i can succeed or of course I can train transform their life, but in the long runs, like it takes so much effort that it's not even worth it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It makes it, it, it's like you said, it's, I can't make, you can't make, like we can't make someone want to do something. We can't make someone want to dive into that part of their brain or that, that part of their heart. Uh, They have to open the door for that to happen, for transformation to happen. The person that's being transformed has to open to it. You know, I love when we watch those like documentaries of you know, guys in the line of work and that you see this like life changing moment Mm. on screen. Mm. They're like, look how easy that was. I was like, you know, that person probably spent hundreds, if not thousands of dollars because they wanted it so bad to have the opportunity to have a chance to have that moment to transform their life. Mm. When you want it that bad, it most likely can happen. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and there's, there's hundreds and thousands of dollars and time, time and energy. How much time have they have they invested banging their freaking head against the wall, trying to figure stuff out. Right. And then they finally have that breakthrough moment, but it took planting the seeds. It took all the preparation. It took like being so freaking resourceful, unstoppable, tenacious to finally have that moment. Like that everyone says, Oh, it's overnight success. Yeah. 10, 20 <laughs> years in the making. Right. Man, dude, it's so so powerful. So with that, that uh, you know, people who are ready. There's there's definitely people who are ready in our audience right now. Like, what do you have to say to them with this conference and and what you're out to achieve with it, man? Right, you said a great line. You said level up, mm-hmm. right? And uh, there's a reason why we use that phrase a lot with this conference because if you're ready to level up, if you're ready, if you're looking at your life right now and saying this is not the life I'm meant to lead, I'm meant for something more, I'm meant for something greater, I'm meant to mm-hmm. do more impact, right? This is the place you should come. We brought people from all lines of work, from the business world, finance world, from motivation, inspiration, guys that have different tools and information that you can implement in your life right now and change it. And between networking and connecting events, I always like to use the word connecting events because the events are meant for people to connect with one another. And you never know, maybe maybe they're meant to be part of your journey. Maybe they're meant to support you as part of your journey. Hmm. Or maybe you're just meant to have that conversation with them that clicks something in your mindset that changes something for you at that moment that none of the speakers could have done or they couldn't do from the stage, right? So, and also at these events, many of the speakers are going to be at the connecting events too, which I don't know if you always get at a lot of the other events where you have speakers staying and saying, listen, I'll work with you and your issue. 
yeah. right? Which I don't know if you have many opportunities like that. And that's what really this event's for. Mm-hmm. It's for those people that are ready, just saying this, this is not who I'm going to be like trench outline. My current situation is my final destination, mm-hmm. right? Whoever's sitting here saying, this is not my situation. This is not going to be the end of me. Like this isn't how it's going to go. I'm not going to be stuck here anymore. We're going to move. We're going to make progress. We're going to go forward. Mm-hmm. This is the place for you to go because we're, it's meant and built to give many opportunities to move forward. Mm. What were some of the biggest challenges that have come up in pursuit of creating, you know, hundreds of people, uh, space and events to really create a powerful context container and a conference that really makes a difference, man. I, uh, <laughs> you asked that question. So, uh, you know, when they're like, man, I think we could do this. I think it's going to be fun. It should be, this is going to be a great time. Right. <laughs> Uh, I'm waiting. But, <laughs> yeah. So first, like it's just you know, like anything else, like anything else in life, there's going to be a lot of trials and tribulations along the way. Uh, what me and the first marketing team had a huge issue. Uh, ended up falling through and having to restart everything. Uh, the original ticket plan wasn't right. Uh, the the speaker list changed, which then we had to address everybody that had a speed that purchased tickets, saying if you wanted a refund because it changed, we understand. So it was just one thing after another. And, but when you love something, it, it's, I was talking to someone last night about this. Loving what you do doesn't mean you love everything about what you do. There's things that you're going to do along your journey to get where you want to get to or to become who you want to become that you're not going to be like, oh, I'm excited to do this too. Like, this is awesome fun because I'm getting to where I want to get to. No, some of it's pain in the ass. Like, Sorry, some of it's pain in the butt, yeah, right? Like yeah. some some of it's tough, like being an entrepreneur stuff, running the show, like doing exactly what you're doing. I forget anything else right now. We'll just use this right now, right in front of us as an example. Running a marathon podcast, making sure the speakers are where they're supposed to be at the right time, making sure their topics are on point, making sure they fill out that questionnaire at the appropriate <laughs> time, calling myself out, right? Making sure this all happens. I'm sure there's times where you're like, this is a pain in the ass, right? This is annoying, right? This is trying, but you love this. That's right. So it's worth it, That's right? Like I have, I have a daughter. She's 16. Mm-hmm. Going to be. It's tough, right? Like she has a lot of attitude. I don't think she got it for me. There's a lot of attitude, right? And it's, it's like not every moment is a great moment, mm-hmm. but it's worth it because of the love, the relationship. It's worth it because of what it means. So you're going to go through some things. And that's okay because you love the you love the pro, you love the destination you love the idea you love becoming, mm. right? So it's uh, was there any trials and tribulations? Woo! All right, but uh, like I know why I'm doing it. I know how much it means to me and the people we're trying to impact and lives we're trying to change. So of course you sit back, take a deep breath, mm. right, and you go at it again because it's better than not. Yeah. Yeah, man. And I I hear it's important for people to recognize that reality is going to happen. And so when things don't go quite as planned, when there's breakdowns, upsets, etc., how do we respond? How do we handle that stuff? How do we keep going? How do we be resourceful? How do we have grace with ourselves saying like, why didn't I freaking know? How How could I have not seen this coming? Instead of like beating ourselves up, take it as an opportunity to say, okay, lesson learned. Now what? Now, what can we do? What can we do to keep moving forward? And and I love what you said about being connected to your why, like why you're doing that. I think that that is what will cause someone to persist through anything that comes their way. Right, 100%. I 
listen, uh, I believe connection is the cornerstone of human existence. So mm. I'm with you. Uh, I believe that's what we're all meant to connect. Uh, and the more we do so, the more fulfilled life we have. Uh, so it's, it's, you're spot on. If you're connected with why you're doing something, what it means to you, what it's about, uh, the rest, uh, it's just life. It's going to happen. There's going to be things you got to get there. If it was so easy to be the best you living your best life, every single person would do it. Mm. Where, where did this, so where, where did this like deep connection with connection come from along your journey? When did, when did that happen that you're like, man, connection is what I'm all about and I want to bring it to everything and everyone in my life. How nerdy do you want me to get here? Go, go baby. <laughs> right? Right? Like how I always ask that question to you. It's like we've had a uh, handful of conversations and I've said, how nerdy do you want me to get about a hundred times to you? Uh, so clearly I have something built up in my head about how nerdy I get. I so you know what? It's funny. I'm actually going to tell you the truth. No one's ever heard this story other than people really close to me and the people in the circle that I'm in. No. How connection really came where I was less like, I got it. Like I'm on to something. I was riding a lawnmower, right? Mm. It was a day I wanted to prove a point to some of the people that mow lawns yeah. uh, on the landscape company that I could do it. I could do it better and I could do it faster. So let's just stop making excuses kind of thing. And let's get it done. So I went out, took the truck, loaded it all up, went out and mowed a lawn by myself, right? Really stupid idea, but I don't think I've proved anything to them, and I was just annoyed the whole time. So uh, it backfired a little bit, but when I was riding the lawnmower, I just started having all these things. You know what we say about following the breadcrumbs? And I started thinking about my life, and it was like, wow, all right. So when we go to an event, right, a live event, it's a motivational event, or like, I mean, hell, I'll give Thrive a shout out again. Go to Thrive. So many people in that crowd. We're all connected because we all want it, right? Like we're all there to gain, yep. right? And it's just like it's electric, yep. right? That connection, that that vibe is just that energy is, it's it's something to be said. Like I I want people to experience that, right? And as I started thinking about different levels of connection, because there is we create we kind of sat down and thought about them, right? Mm-hmm. So there's like the surface level connection. I walk into a bar and you're wearing a Mets hat, and I'm a Mets fan. I am. It's unfortunate. I love pain. Um, but uh, I'm a Mets fan. I see you wearing a Mets hat and I'm like, Oh my goodness. Uh, and I, I, I'm automatically connected to you because that hat, I don't know if you have bodies in your closet at home. I don't know, but I know at that moment, I'm going to say something like, man, we got a shot three games out, 18 games left. We got a shot, right? Like you're going to be like, Oh yeah, yeah. Let's go Mets. Right. LGM or whatever they say now. And it's going to, it's because that's a surface level connection. Mm. Right. And then you go like casual connection. You probably have them with, you know, people in your community that you pass by often. You're like, hey, you really couldn't tell me much about that person at all. You just know that it's a casual hello. It's comfortable seeing them. Right. It's you got to the point where it's it's not strange. It's more comfortable. Right. So it's that casual connection. Mm -hmm. Then you have intimacy, which is a little like friends, um, people close in relationship to you. Even could be some family that you're not to the next level, which is love. Mm. Right. And that's that's like the deepest level of connection, love, utterly more love for them than for yourself, willing to sacrifice for them. Right. Yeah. And, and and those are some levels of connection. Right. And when I started thinking, oh, wow. All right. Right. Like all that's true. But what's the counter? Right. Like, how can you how because systems and society will always show you truths. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's because people will spout a bunch of things. No, we really care. But what they're really doing will show you what they're yeah. really about. Right. Yeah. So then I go, all right, systems, our system as a country. Right. And our society, you do see, you break the law, right? They disconnect you from your community, your family, everything like your situation, your life, and they put you inside jail. 
They disconnect you. Mm-hmm. Then when you're in jail and you mess up, they take you and they put you in solitary, they put you in a hole. Mm-hmm. They disconnect you from your cell, your mail, your visitors, phone calls, right, commissary, everything that you grew a connection with in there, now you're disconnected from that for you to follow rules and laws. Mm-hmm. Thing in society, man, when I got in trouble, I got in trouble a lot as a kid. Uh, we didn't have cell phones then, so they didn't take my cell phone. They wouldn't let me go outside. They disconnected me from my my friends, mm-hmm. from the things I cared about then, right? And you know, when you were young, missing a day outside with your friends, it, it was like you missed a life. It was yep. like you, you didn't want to be the one not there when something happened. Yep. So it was that was the hardest form of disconnect for me to learn, like, don't do this or you won't be able to do what you want. Mm-hmm. So I was like, wow, all right. So as a society and our systems are all meant for our biggest disciplinary action is disconnection. We disconnect from things. So it was, it, I mean, we we follow uh, bands on Facebook. We're fan pages, right? We're part of their fan club mm-hmm. just to know other people that their music hit just like us, right? Like yeah. it's it's these these things we do just to be part, right? Just to feel like we belong, just belong, to feel like yeah. we're there, like, right? Like there's that, there's that synergy. And the, it's the more I looked at that, I was just like, I actually think I'm on to something. And whenever I do this, I normally think I'm wrong, right? Like just because I would save my life. But really, it's just because uh, you don't want to spout something like this if you can't back it. Mm. Because I don't want someone to buy hype. I want someone to buy real, like meat and potatoes. I want someone to buy things that can really move them, right? With a better understanding. So when I say, like, my dream is send suicide, I believe we can do that through connection. I believe we can. uh, Someone did a TED Talk, the opposite of uh, addiction is connection. Mm. I thought that was a great I thought that was the tip of the iceberg I was like man let's look bigger yeah. right what else can this do and I believe this can change self-injurious behaviors addiction and uh suicide so I was like everybody that's with me come in here and tell me how I'm wrong mm. and uh people with uh, like people in my circle they're trying they're like and and I'm coming back with how the connection makes sense in that situation and all of a sudden everybody was like I think this might be real. Like, I think he, I don't, I, I think he might be onto something. Like, Thank you for the lawnmower. <laughs> oh my God. Sometimes is, you got to mow the lawn. This is, this is gold, man. So like the, I, I, I want to go over those levels again so people can just really get that in their mind. So it's like this okay. first level is surface where you see something that, that is of value, whether it's a team or if you hear someone say, Hey, I'm from, you know, New Jersey. Oh, I'm from New Jersey or I'm from California. Okay. I'm from California. Mm-hmm. That's like the surface level. The casual mm-hmm. is the next level where you've probably seen this person a couple times and you're like, Hey, you know, I like this, this neighbor, this coworker, this mm-hmm. person person who's always commenting on the same stuff that I'm commenting on on social media. Cool. We got a casual connection. The next one is intimate where you're like actually having conversations, getting to know this person, you care about them. And then finally, the deepest level is that love, is that love connection and really feeling that. Um, what I what I love about this is just keeps coming up for me, Mike, is like um, I, I believe like from birth, we are like super connected to ourself and our source. And as time goes on, like we start believing that we are further and further disconnected and that we're just like this kind of this uh, um, this meat sack, right? Like a, a, a human physical being versus like connected to something bigger than us, man. Um, do you do you like take a spiritual kind of direction as well? Or do you do you like to keep it mainly in the world of the, the 3D and what you can touch and taste and, and smell and measure? <laughs> right i uh i go into the spiritual world now when i go into the spiritual world i don't try to tell anyone what to believe yeah uh, i'm not saying 
uh, like, I don't even say God necessarily. I definitely don't say my God, right? right? Uh, because whew, that's a real power trip. Uh, <laughs> guys, let me tell you about my God. Your God might be puny, but my God's big, right? Like, that's <laughs> like so. Um, uh, I do talk about the spiritual world, like something bigger, yeah. right? Like that's why I like I even say like I don't care if you call it cosmic winds, like I don't yep. care what you call it, but having a connection to something deeper than yourself, mm. I think it's very important for you to stay grounded in who you are what you're about and and what kind of impact you want to have yeah yeah man and you brought up something else uh we talked about in connection too it's that uh for for children that are adopted right how often do they want to find their parents Mm. i think the last time i looked at a poll it was like 70 some odd 77 percent or something yeah and it's just because that connection the person didn't keep them thought it was better for them not to have them right thought it was better for the child not to be there but yet still that connection brings you back to it. Mm. I like connections a real powerful thing. If we really start sliding off, all right, this is, this is a form of connection and not just say connection as a whole, because it's pretty big. Yeah. Well, I'm hearing the masculine and the feminine energy. Like how are we connected to these aspects of ourselves? Um, And then also I heard from a, a, a friend of mine, he, he and his wife adopted, I think like four or five kids. Right. And uh, a lot of people adopt kids and then they don't, reintroduce them to their parents. They like kind of take them away from their parents. And he said with his wife that they've made it a point like once a month or every other month or whatever it might be to go and visit the original paternal you know, wow. parents so that the kids don't wonder, why did my parent give me up? Am I unworthy? Am I, do I not belong kind of thing? And I was just like, holy crap, you know, like that's, that's so powerful that you care so much about this, this kid to like go that extra step and make sure that they have a great experience with who gave birth to them and like really facilitate that man i was like mind blown dang right that's amazing yeah i love that dude it's it's so powerful so powerful so um what what's like the transformation what is what is unleashing people what does that look like at the end of this conference like what what do you see in a world of unleashed connected people what's possible man who i mean i mean it the cheap answer on that one is anything, really. <laughs> but uh, I'll try not to be so cheap. Uh, so what we believe is that, like I, I think I, I spoke on earlier, that there's no special DNA strand, right? Like we all have greatness within us. We, yes. I, I completely believe that uh, we all have gifts. Our gifts are meant to be given, mm. right? Some yep. though with those gifts though, there's comes a part where there's work, mastering your craft, right? Mastering your gift, yep. right? And how you deliver it. Uh, and I think with this, at the end of this, you'll have a clear or a clearer picture mm. of your masterpiece. And, and you'll know more about how to make it real. Mm. It's that, that dream destination. Like first off, you got to get clear. You got to get clarity on it. What's important to you? What do you want? And then I also love what you said earlier about like, who have you been being and who do you want to become, right? That's something that, that we say like to, to ask ourselves to check in as a, as a GPS compass. Do I like who I'm being and do I like who I'm becoming? Because you can have one without the other. You can, you know, like who you're becoming, but if you hate who you're being like, yeah, there's going to be times in life where you got to kind of, you just get to 
get through those portions with the best attitude that you can because it's always not it's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows and if there's prolonged periods of time of man I'm going to sacrifice and give up everything and you know say to my family for 15 years that I can't hang out with them to become a millionaire man there's there's something not quite right with that formula <laughs> but You're right not making sense yeah. so uh, I really love that you said that as well man and um, like uh, the clarity of who you are who you want to become and then the process to get there. And I love that connection is a big part of that because if people are feeling disconnected, if they're feeling like, you know, closed off, like we're not, we're not as resourceful, as powerful as we can be to create that masterpiece, to create that, that dream destination, man. Dang right. Listen, when, when I, uh, we actually give this uh, guide out now uh, for free. It used to be one of our, uh, back when we started, it was one of our programs. It was yeah. the beginner's guide to live the life of your dreams. And mm. it's really like, wow. it's, it's it's simple. It's not easy, right? Like I always, I I use that phrase now. I think yep. way too much. It's simple but not easy. And and why I say it that way is because it's simple in the aspect of where are you right now mm. in every aspect of your life. Where are you financially? Where are you relationship wise? And I mean with your family, with individual members of your family, right? Mm. With with uh, your friends, with, with any kind of relationship, right? With your coworkers, with your community, right? Where are you? What your mindset, where are you with your purpose driven and career? Like, where are you in all the spirituality? Where are you in all these areas? And be very honest with yourself. Yeah. Right. And then the second part is what's your dream? Like, what's your mountaintop? What's your, what's your destination? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's, and you draw that up. Like, I want this amount of my bank account. I mm. want uh, me and my romantic relationship to look like this. I want me and my daughter's relationship to look like this. I want me and my friend's relationship to look like this. Right. And it's like, I want this kind of career and purpose. I want this kind of mindset. I want this kind of spirituality, the dream, the mountaintop. Now, uh, it's call it your mountaintop now. It's the best you could dream of right now. But as you get closer to it, I'm sure it'll expand, mm -hmm. right? Because that's what we do. We, we go to reach one mountaintop. And as we get through the clouds and see that top, we notice there's another one and we, we choose to go there because yeah. then we realize that it's awesome in the climb because we're becoming greater and greater and greater. That's right. And now I believe I can actually become greater because I became greater. Wow. Right. So it's then know that top, but then also what are some places along the line that you can map off? Like, all right, I know I'm getting closer. I'm making progress because all too often we don't celebrate our wins, mm. right? And I think it's very important to celebrate the wins and notice progress because progress keeps us going. Progress keeps us in the right mindset and in the right soul, right? Like, mm. cause when you feel like you're not making progress then you start, am I not good enough? Right? Like then the self-talk becomes dangerous. Mm. Uh, the belief becomes dangerous right? and we try to stay out of that state as much as we can. Yeah. So, it's achievement stones, right? Where can, how can I get there? How can I get there? Uh, these, this piece, this piece, I want a hundred grand in the bank. All right. So let's start with a hundred dollars Then start with one grand Then start with five grand Then start with 10 grand. Right. So you just have those achievement stones on the way up. And then what's the first step? What's the first step to get closer, right? What's the first step onto the mountain? Uh, know that and, and draw it out and say exactly what it is. My first step is opening a bank account, right? Like, mm. so I know I can put a savings account. So I know I'm putting in this amount on every check. So I'm going to open that savings account, right? Because then automatically you have progress mm. and that progress is like, yes, I'm yeah. doing it, right? Yeah. Belief. And, and then it's, it's focusing on the right things. It's, it's taking that and then celebrate your wins as early and often as you can and keep coming back to that process. Mm. This is where I'm at. This is where I want to go. This is how I'm going to get there. This is the step I have to take and then take that step, yeah. right? As soon as you decide that step is, it, it's whatever that step is, give yourself a timeline and it has to be done by then. Get an accountability partner and hold yourself accountable. Be real with yourself. You do that, you're going to get closer and closer and closer to the person you want to be, the life you want to have, and all the other little things you want part of it because you were so detailed about that plan. 
gold. Mike, this is gold, man. I wanna, I wanna really feed back to you. I think you, if you haven't made this a quote of yours, I would definitely um, rewatch this video and and do it. I heard you say, "Believe you can become greater because you became greater," and it's like that's that's progress, man. When you celebrate mm -hmm. and acknowledge progress, you believe. You like have faith. You're like. It's possible. I'm I'm fired up. Like I'm gonna go take the action. I'm gonna go do what's necessary. I'm gonna act and activate this goal, whatever it is, ten thousand in the bank or having the dream man, dream woman, whatever, time freedom, whatever that is for for someone. But like that's progress, man. Is really believing to to focus on progress, to prioritize progress because you believe you can become better because you already did. You already did become better. You measured it. You said, hey, I was here a year ago, two and, two and a half years ago. I didn't have a freaking podcast. Now I have 113 freaking 12-hour marathons. Okay, if I can do that, what else can I do? And it's like really celebrating those wins, man. So, so important. So Mike, this is gold. I want to tell people how they can get involved with you. How can they stay connected? How do they get to this conference, man? Uh, the conference unleashyounow.com. Check it out. There's still, uh, I believe, 19 of the the premium tickets, uh, and then the other ones still exist too. Sweet. Uh, definitely check it out. Come on out. Uh, it's, it's it's literally our goal is to put on the best event you can for speakers and attendees for both sides. I want both sides leaving saying, "Wow, these guys really did their thing. Uh, I love what they're about." And uh, so it's we're we're planning on putting on a show. Mm, I love it. And then social media, how do they stay connected? Uh, normally you can find me the coach Mike Faber. Normally on uh, on most of the sites, you can find me the coach Mike Faber. On those, when you find that, you'll see the links to the other ones if you want. Cool. Uh, I appreciate it. And also, listen, my, my phone number's out there. You can message me about anything. Um, and it's not about, oh, well, you know, you could be my client, right? Mm. Like, you know, if you're going through something uh, and you want to spout it to somebody that listens sometimes and really doesn't judge because I'm not smart enough to, uh, reach out. <laughs> and drop me a line. I'll be. I'm happy to be there for people. Uh, that's what I'm in this for. Uh, and uh, Chris, I know you're in it for the same thing. You love impacting people. You wouldn't be doing what you're doing if you didn't. And if it was about money to you. So I really love what you're doing. It's one of the reasons why I was really excited about coming on here is because uh, when you see people aligned and purpose, uh, it, it makes you fired up. So it made me fired up. Just come on here again. I'm thankful that you gave me the opportunity. And I love what you're doing. Remember, design your own success to define your own success. Mm. Uh, so you don't get caught up so much in what everybody else thinks is success. I right? like, I don't need the watch or right? I don't wear a watch. Uh, but it's, it's, sometimes I would lose what I believe was success and go mm. to what society is telling me, uh, right. Or, or whatever genre I was in at that time was telling me what success was and I would lose what I found as success. Mm. So define your success and then write it down and stay true to that. So you don't get caught up in the, well, I got to look the part. Yeah, I love it, Mike. And and they can find you, Coach Mike Faber, and you, and you spell your name M I K E F A B B E R, and also uh, Michael Faber as well. So uh, yeah, man, I I super appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you putting on this conference. I know a lot of people who are excited about it and just being connected with you, man, saying great things about you. So uh, I'm just really uh, grateful to be connected with you at this point in our journey together, man, and for us moving forward, man. So I'm really excited to uh, explore that and keep growing together, dude. I appreciate you. Thank you, brother. A pleasure is all mine. I'm glad that I paid them to lie to you, and they did. So I really have to pay them. No, I'm kidding. But uh, thank you, man. I appreciate all you do. Uh, thank you for taking time to plug uh, the, the conference. That means a lot. Uh, so again, I love what you're doing. 
Uh, the sky's the limit for what you're doing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to love watching your journey, man, because your destination is going to be something special. I'm going to say, I talked to that guy once. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate you. Have an amazing day, okay, bro? You too, brother. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life? What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.